the police in San Francisco have blocked Alex. Like they're like, you're toxic. We can't. All right, all right, here we go. So, uh, we are the good bad friends, and wait, that is what we're called, right? <laughs> How does this intro go again? <laughs> Fucking, we are, we are. The you good took bad this friends. from me, man. <laughs> <laughs> you do the intro, and then we'll both do our description of the movie because I want to hear yours, but I also want you guys to hear mine because I want to end my relationship with Chris, and I know this is gonna do it. <laughs> man, fucking. <laughs> this is what this is all about guys welcome, welcome to the good bad friends where we're all about like really ending friendships over like classic nostalgic 90s movies and by classic nostalgic i mean horribly high budget disaster pieces with <laughs> iguana monsters uh so uh we discuss some of the most high stakes hard lines and indisputable facts of the universe we're the highest form of art known to man uh discussed by some of the highest people in the room um yeah and the good bad friends have decided to do godzilla the classic 1998 americanized version of it none of the uh none of the classics this one's norman suggested this one and i'm gonna i I was telling alex before we, we hopped on i remembered this movie as a really fun blockbuster holy shit did it disappoint <laughs> it <laughs> i had a different brain chemistry as a fucking 13 year old um, yeah different times different times for sure so alex do you want to do you want to give us your overview of the movie yeah let's do uh <clears throat> this is my so i'm gonna do a synopsis that's okay right synopsis is, is start to end is it's, it not it's, it's, your, words and you're it's your funeral <laughs> okay all right well godzilla was theatrically released in may 20 1998 grossing 379 million worldwide against a production budget of around 140 million dollars and marketing co- costs of around 80 million it starred matthew broderick and leon the professional we meet Nick Totopoulos, better known as the Worm Guy, at Chernobyl, where he's been working for years with literally zero PPE. <laughs> he gets reassigned back to the States due to his unrivaled worm hunting skills and his innate ability to identify pregnant lizards. <laughs> it's true, folks. Godzilla has hit the shores of New York City. The residents of Manhattan were able to narrowly escape as the U.S. military levels the, uh, begins to level the city by accident. <laughs> After letting up-and-coming reporter and former lover Audrey get the best of him, Nick is dismissed from his role as the bad news bear. But he doesn't get far, however, before he's snatched up by a handful of French spies and coffee connoisseurs. That's where the real action begins as Audrey, Nick, and... Audrey, Nick, and crew convince the military to murder a Madison Square Garden full of asexually reproducing radioactive iguanas. Leon the professional leads the crew to safety just in time as the garden is leveled. But wait, Papazilla is back and in hot pursuit of the of Leon the taxi driver. Nick springs his trap. He calls the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> just when you thought it couldn't get any longer, Audrey is back for romance and Nick is forming a bromance. A bunch of unfound eggs hatch and the credits roll, as the French would say, Finn. <laughs>
Honestly, no, no notes. notes. That was perfect. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. So my, my first. So bravo. I mean, <laughs> truly, truly great. The Brooklyn Nets thing killed me. That was. That was, Nets. That, that was I awesome. I remember watching it. He was like, where's the nearest suspension bridge? And I was like, this is fucking gonna happen isn't it oh god no so i I guess my first question so so i'm pretty excited to do this movie because i feel like this is the first movie we've done that is like truly bad okay (laughs) you know all right and hey it's our first monster movie guys right it's our first monster movie i think like that but that doesn't necessarily mean that like this movie was wasn't beloved right so I, I guess my question to you guys to start and kind of open after that is what is your relationship to this movie or Godzilla as a whole? Dude. So I remember going to see this movie in theaters for a birthday party. I remember the kid's name and I probably shouldn't say it, but I'm going to Phil Pellucci and it was, you've been outed Phil. I, yeah. Like, <laughs> you've been outed Phil. Your birthday party <laughs> suck. No, it was awesome. I remember the marketing for this movie was fucking wild. The hype was insane. This was post Jurassic Park. Like everyone was fucking feral for fucking uh, Velociraptors, and that's what they gave us. And like seeing it in theaters, fucking loved it. Like so many iconic scenes. I remember this as a serious movie. Like this was an action, like chase scene movie when I saw it as a kid. Rewatching it again, literally last night. Um, this is a rom-com with cocaine bear. <laughs> it's literally what happens when a grizzly bear gets into the garbage. Oh and by God. grizzly bear, I mean iguana. And by garbage can, I mean New York City. And they just... <laughs> I I enjoyed it, but it was like, wow, the choices in writing were interesting like you can say yeah. that identity yeah. crisis bad. most of the there, time there's definitely bad choices in this <laughs> <laughs> like some wildly iconic scenes and then some other ones where like fucking ferris bueller spills a bunch of like gumballs and trips up the fucking it, it, like baby that... iguanas and it was like really like, that's oh my like... god i had that it goes, in one of my it goes bad. looney yeah. tunes in the third act and i'm like oh yeah like more <laughs> Did you like it though as a kid, Greg? As a kid, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I, it I did, was. I, I did too. Like, I, I definitely was disappointed. It wasn't like more related to the Godzilla I like loved. You so thought that, that as a kid? Say that again. When you were a kid, you thought that? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. The, I was a serious Godzilla fan before this movie, and this movie was in many ways like a direct contradiction to a lot of the themes that the earlier Godzilla movies that I had watched had, which is one of the reasons why I think Godzilla fans themselves. And as we can get into later down the road, Toho and like largely like the, the Japanese fans, the reason why they didn't like this movie, but like, even as a kid, I remember, I remember when I saw it, I was super excited oh my god a godzilla movie this is gonna be great it's not gonna be a guy in a rubber suit which can be a little silly with the earlier godzilla movies but like i grew up on godzilla my dad was a huge godzilla fan like this was one of the first movies like this and then like lion king where like the two movies my dad actually took me to the movies to like see as a kid and 
I remember being conflicted because like my dad just outright hated the film. Like he like went on like rant after oh, rant no. after rant about like how much of a like a bastardization of the of, of Godzilla this was. This explains like so much about you, man. Like why you really can't just it really enjoy does. things. Well, here's the thing. Like, let's is, be is that, the original Godzilla was a Sasquatch monkey suit with like dinner plates taped to it and a tail. <laughs> and like this was like this was straight up Jurassic Park. They fucking stole the raptors and like... They... Oh, 100%. Yeah. But that's the thing I think, like, as a kid, I remember walking out being like, I know I should hate this, but I kind of loved it. Like, like I had the, I had the, the uh, Trapper Keeper that had like the eye on it with like the texture oh, man, that was like oh, lizard yeah. skin. You I had the... pause and like do a therapy session here because I this is something soup... like we should... Did you guys ever? Did you guys ever take like soup thermos to school for yeah. for 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 lunch? Oh, yeah. I had the Godzilla yeah. thermos. Like I like had all the toys and stuff like that from from this movie. I loved it as a kid. Wow, the Alex, did was you? Amazing. Like everything so, was fucking Godzilla. Oh it, yeah, like like from from every store. Restaurants, movies, like everything. Taco was Godzilla. Bell, you remember that fucking yes, dog? yeah. So, do you guys remember um, what did they call those things? Like the Polly Pockets or whatever it yeah. was. Oh it was God. like a container that yep. you would open it up, and uh, we're just doing nostalgic drugs. Yeah, now, yeah. Guys. Like so, so and that's pretty much what it. this is. is the excuse to relive our childhood over and over again. <laughs> we I mean, serotonin. Yeah, as we, as we could fight pick bitterly newer against movies. getting older. We're all like, hey, you guys want to talk about our movies from our childhood? <laughs> so these these Polly Pockets, they they had ones that were like that, but for Godzilla. And it was like Godzilla's head. And when you opened it up, it was like a landscape with yeah. buildings that you could like move around at different pegs. It was kind of like almost similar to the battleship kind of thing where you... Uh, you know, they they have the little pieces, and I used to love that. And I actually completely forgot about that until I rewatched the movie. And I'm like, oh, whatever happened to that thing? But that was <laughs> that wasn't based off of this movie, I think, because it was more like the Godzilla piece that came with it looked more like the traditional Godzilla. Yeah. That, you know that they moved away from in this movie and moved back to in the more recent movies. But did you did you when did you first see it, Alex? Did you see it? Oh, I when can't. You were I mean, I. Yeah, I was definitely younger, um, but I don't know if I, I mean, like the attachment that I had to it, I think I didn't really have any idea of the Godzilla universe before that. So this was kind of just like my only understanding of Godzilla. You know, I didn't have that like predetermined. uh, Yeah, same. Yeah. So so. this was your first exposure to Godzilla as well, Greg? I had the um, like classic Godzilla toy. It had like an articulating yeah. tail and like the, ar- the arms and legs like moved in like 90 degrees. Um, and it was like <laughs> plastic. It was awesome. And I think that was probably like my first exposure. Um, I don't remember the movies. I remember like kind of seeing like the classic 50s, like watching it on like, I don't know, Nick at Night or something. Be like, oh, this is kind of neat. But it was like clearly cheesy. And then this was a much more like, visceral like real like it was the old godzillas were goofy and this one felt like it was like real you Tread know lightly. Tread lightly. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> the special effects of this movie are not great but like they come a long way since yeah it's, like dudes in monkey suits like which storytelling is probably better i actually haven't seen the original so like i can't really speak to them but like i did not realize this was like 
such a controversial movie until you suggested it. And then I went down the rabbit hole and I'm like, wow. Yeah. This Godzilla hurt people. <laughs> like legitimately. Well, it, I think it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. Um, There's like, a fucking fan base. There man. is I a found... massive, like, like it's, it's kind of like under the radar because like you say things like star Wars or, you know, like, like Superman or Batman, like there's certain things that are like, truly like out there in terms of like being deeply embedded in like our like culture and our society's fabric right like it's it's so recognizable and everybody's got a hundred stories about how they relate directly to those franchises godzilla is one that's been around just as long within like the ethos but is far more niche and like it it kind of like some people look at it as like just flat out dumb and others take it very, very seriously, such as myself. Um, <laughs> but like, 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 for example, like the, the, I think objectively, like the earlier movies were silly. Like when you look at them now, you're like, that is ridiculous. Like that, that those are people in like bodysuits, but like, I can see the zipper. Uh... Right. No, like, <laughs> like legitimately. And like Godzilla's doing his little like dances and he's like jumping and like making the, like, like those are like gifts now where like people are like <laughs> old people are silly. But like when when the 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 guy who originally was in the bodysuit for like the first like 12 Godzilla movies, like when he died, it was like a national mourning period for Japan like in Japan. Like he Jesus. was he was like beloved. Like he was famous. Like that's the guy who's who it was the first like Godzilla because I, I think it like there were certain, like to your point, Greg, about like storytelling. I don't think necessarily that Godzilla ever would be confused as having like great storytelling, but I think it's less about the stories they told and what about Godzilla that, like what Godzilla represented as a character and as a culture or, or into like Japanese culture as a whole. Yeah. And like, you know, we can get into the different things about like why the movie was like hated and stuff like that. But like Toho, just like one of the interesting facts I found like in related to like this is, is it coming over into like, you know, being more prominent in American culture. Like Toho had like rules. Like if you're going to utilize Godzilla, like this is very serious to us. Here are the rules that you need to follow if you're going to use the Godzilla name. Now, and I'm so, going to go wait, out on it, a limb here and say that 1998 did not follow those any rules. Of, any of them. <laughs> we're we're going to get into how much did, I hate Roland Emmerich, Emmerich <laughs> down, the, down the line. <laughs> but that's just like that. Doesn't uh, The Rock have this in his contract? Like, he can't get beat up. Sorry, Vin Dwayne Diesel, Johnson. yeah. Yeah. Vin like, Diesel, oh, Vin Diesel Rock, can't get, no can't get beat up. Fight and Godzilla and The Rock, both very, very particular about how they're represented. <laughs> Same with Godzilla, if you will. Same sized ego. We'll call it the Godzilla contract. <laughs> Same sized ego. Oh my god. Like we can't have you beat Godzilla in a fight, Rock. He's like, well, what about a tie? What about a draw? <laughs> it's in his contract, he can't lose too. Yeah. What do we do? I've never seen smaller penises. It's it's miraculous. <laughs> but oh I, I, I think like like it, it is like it is very interesting like going back because like i think all of us like as kids in school like was like oh my god godzilla 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 which is kind of crazy because like in alex's opener he, he he shows 379 million it made against a budget of 150 even for 1998 standards that was considered 
it a like massive success from a financial standpoint, yet very unHollywood like. There were no sequels. There was no discuss. Like the only thing that Not came true. out after there that was an animated well, it, series. Well, there was I was an just going to say but, that yeah. it was an animated series, but that was largely it in terms of a follow up. Despite it being a hit, and I think it's because everyone, like largely outside of the range of like fourteen and older in America, hated it like with yeah, a burning yeah. passion. That and, that was the sense that I got is like it's the hardcore supporters that show up, but then they're just super disappointed, and yeah. they you know they voice that opinion, and then <laughs> loud enough that the network you know they just kill it, or the the production studio just kills it. So I'm curious what you guys thought rewatching it. it what did you think? What like jumped out as like what would make this like a bad like why people would hate it or what made it a bad movie when you first when you rewatched it. Greg, I mean, it has an identity crisis. Like this movie <laughs> doesn't know who it is. It's it's part rom com. It's definitely a monster movie, but it kind of like stops being a monster movie after a minute. Yeah. And like the initial opening is monster movie where they have a slow reveal of Godzilla. Yeah. They don't show you him for a while. And there's that like iconic scene where um, um, John Renault has that like that lighter where he's like, "Old man, what did you see?" By the way. Speaking in Japanese, then speaking in French, and then asking him in English with the lighter out was fucking weird. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why that does was such a, a Japanese scene. sailor know what he's asking? In it was just what in flame. He's talked. He, yeah, like that's <laughs> such an iconic the fire. scene. They have. They have. It gets his attention, lights, and it's yeah. like, oh wow, this is gonna be like a very it's a, serious. It's a, it's a great point. <laughs> and then there's a moment where like unlucky Joe's fishing on the pier, and he's they're like, oh, I'm gonna catch anything today, Joe. Yeah. And he's like it's slow a, running off the dock scene. as it explodes. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like I don't know what it's trying to do. And then there's a whole Audrey and Ferris Bueller romance where like it, it, uh, I just don't know what to do. And the whole fourth act where like Godzilla's not really dead or it's like a chase scene where the cab is in Godzilla's mouth on the Brooklyn Bridge and they're like, gun it to try and get out of there. And we're like, dude, didn't you just like take out five submarines and like 29 fucking Apache helicopters? Like, why are you struggling with one cabbie driven by Leon the Professional? Like, <laughs> it was just like nonsensical at points where, yeah, like, oh my God, I, I, I'm, I'm rambling, but like the fucking scene where they're in Madison Square Garden. And they fucking babies are hatching and they're like, everyone freezes. They're like, oh, we should probably do something. But everyone's just like, <laughs> no one looking moves. at the eggs. <laughs> and then there's the chase sequence. And like, there's a diehard moment where everyone's in the air ducts and like, no yeah. one's firing the guns. They all have these guns and no one's firing them. And I'm like, why? I think the thing and they role play reporters. They're like, this is an SOS, but we're going to fucking like make it sexy. <laughs> we're going to nail this news. Report. Yeah. <laughs> so they're surrounded by dinosaurs and they're like, the only way we can get a message out is to do like, do the, the news. Knicks broadcast. We're going to say it's the like world an anchorman reporting. <laughs> yeah. It's so like unhinged. And they're like, Matthew Broderick's playing into it. He's like, well, actually, they're nine foot tall <laughs> theropods. And it's like, you should just be like, in the background, like, what are you doing? We're going to die. <laughs> and the U.S. military, in classic fashion, just, like, takes them at their word for it and bombs Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah, <because> no <laughs> fact-checking. They're just like, fire the missiles. They're like, didn't we just fire this guy? And they're like, These... oh, we don't care. Shoot, blow up the garden 
these were the things that like they just it's totally true like there's when you can sneak a few of these into a movie right like when you're when you're trying to squeeze by plot points or whatever you can do this once in a while but there is so much there that so you're just much like of it. what it the never fuck? like stops they don't i mean first of all godzilla really hardly attacks anybody this entire movie when he's not completely cornered right first so, of all like, she because Matthew Broderick does a pregnancy test and then keeps calling Godzilla. So, he. so that was another yeah. thing. He's like, right, this is a right. weird he. And I'm like, that was, yeah. This is There's like just... when scientists found like a pregnant seahorse and they're like, that's clearly a man pregnant. <laughs> 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 Only a man could achieve this. This is... <laughs> this is what I'm saying is you get too many of these things and there's just so many like the helicopter scene where Godzilla takes out two oh, helicopters amazing. the third the third one is like I can't get away sir go he's up like, he's not going up <laughs> at all like he's just like flatlining it you know but it's what a, straightforward it's just like I will say though cinematically what a great fucking scene right chasing sure. helicopters through New York City like amazing right but I, I I screamed the same thing. Like helicopters can go up, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. pull up a little bit higher, you know. Like and so, just the I don't know. you get so many of these, and like like Greg said, like Madison Square Garden, the Chrysler Building, like all these buildings that the U.S. government is just like absolutely annihilating after they've had what the five hours to evacuate Manhattan. You know what I mean? Like I respect <laughs> the realism that no one evacuated Manhattan. Everyone was still there. <laughs> bars were open the drugstore for all the pregnancy tests were open like oh they God. predicted covid way before where they're like okay you got to evacuate the season we're like we're not doing that like absolutely <laughs> not oh my god dude. the u.s just... military is just blatantly shooting up occupied apartment buildings and i'm like oh my <laughs> yeah god yeah yeah i just couldn't i couldn't i couldn't i just it was so ridiculous yeah what did you uh what did you what jumped out anything else besides what greg said jump out at you alex i mean i think also things like the fact that they would squeeze in these weird moments like where leon the professional would use elvis's voice and and, but it clearly was not him like as a vocal actor right it was that was doing the voice like somebody else like they dubbed his voice it just it was just like in addition to all that, too, it's not a well-made film. Like, it's in the rain the whole time, which... I loved that. Which, which <laughs> I thought right, made, like, I love a very noir scene, but, like, holy shit. Yeah, but at the time, I was like, oh, that's cool. It's in the rain. But then researching later, the reason they decided to make it all in the rain is because the effects were so bad from like, the oh filming that they added rain later because it was like it looks so terrible we have to like dumb it down so it's wow. only made like there's so what there's over trick. there's overacting there's underacting yeah that was I terrible mean, dialogue super cringy like like I'll fucking like, dare you insult the dialogue okay greg after <laughs> after after nick gets fired for so many reasons you're off the case right he goes out in in, in, again in the rain and audrey's (laughs) like are you mad (laughs) it's like 
Yeah. (laughs) That's the second time in the movie that this happened, too. Because remember when they first ran into each other, they had the exact same conversation. Exact same dialogue. Where where he was like, yeah, he was like, you didn't call me for eight years. And he's super mad at her. Like, he's supposed to be super mad mad at her. He was like. But he's Matthew Broderick. And he can't do anything but half smile. Like, like Ferris Bueller is the only role that Matthew Broderick can play. And I just could not get over that. It's so (laughs) true. He couldn't even be mad. I like, really just, just attributed that to men being like simple creatures to manipulate because she's very pretty. And like, if yeah. that if that curly blonde runs up out of the rain in the middle of like an apocalypse, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm not that mad anymore. Like, <laughs> fine. All right, that's fair. That's a fair. I wasn't looking at it that way. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, yo, that scene where they're like the fucking drugstore. He doesn't warn her. He doesn't tell her to get out of the city. He's just like. I might get laid. Like, <laughs> if I play my card, yeah, right? he's like, "Wait, what are you that. doing here? You should evacuate." Instead, he's like, "Oh." No one panics in this movie. <laughs> this monster has clawed through buildings. The MetLife building has a giant hole in it. God bless the architect. How that thing is fucking still standing, right? And like, everyone's just like. And I really just want to get back and watch my stories, you know? Like, I, I got a club opening in an hour. Like, no, it, it's so New York that everyone's just, like, mildly inconvenienced by this 300-foot lizard destroying everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not, a, not a great, not a great uh, well-made movie. My least favorite character was uh, the the obnoxious wife or wife slash friend oh my god the the video camera guy's it, wife yeah, right dude, she, animal she voice my so ass. over the top like new yeah. yorker the like literally every oh, scene yeah. they're like be new yorker and she's the most <laughs> new york new yorker there's ever new yorked like she's just like this is acting and just starts screaming yeah. the entire time she's on screen she was very tropey. She was very much like, ah, I hate my wife. And like animal uh, fucking Hank Azaria was like a great character. Fucking loved him. Um, and his wife was really just like the foil to be like, he snuck out the window because his wife was going to kill him. And I was like, oh, that's a little fucking weird, but I, I get it. I wouldn't let my crazy husband with no survival instincts go chasing Zero. fucking dinosaurs either. <laughs> like he's gonna get the shot. But he almost got stepped on. The dinosaurs almost ate him like eight times. And he just like, he refuses to run out of harm's way. So like, I would also be a bitch of a wife too. (laughs) I would say though, I I also, I agree. I think he was one of the better characters Mm, in the the movie. Honestly, he he at least had all the good lines to me. Yeah. Like it's so, it's strange that this like. He wrecked the garden. Now I'm pissed. Like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when they get into when they they land in it's really tense they're like trying to sneak into the garden and they get in he goes whoa and, the, and she screams and he's like this is where the nick's like shower and stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh his wife is like oh audrey's coming over tonight after after he nearly almost oh. got stepped on and he goes oh nice a little tired but you know <laughs> dude i was that was, i was just gonna say that that scene is so cringe i was just like oh my god oh it's dude. a dated movie man. yeah like, it, sure. it's yeah a, it's yeah. a tough me too lines here there's a yeah off. yeah you know what other lines i uh who, who else i thought had those good quips though was the mayor like that back and forth between him and his assistant gene yeah so that like, was just supposed some... to be um 
who are the who are the movie critics? Uh, Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, Siskel and Ebert. Were there. Really? Yeah, they were supposed to be a parody. So, well, he's I, Mayor I, Ebert, right? He, or... Yeah, yeah. In Gene, oh, interesting. In Gene is the name of the character. The so it like, and and they do like the thumbs up, which is the you oh, know God. The, the the their review system. So it's right. Um, it, I mean, I guess we can get into this now. Another reason why like this movie turned out bad and like why it missed is Roland Emmerich. <laughs> Is kind of like if they gave like a child dynamite and a camera <laughs> from a director's standpoint. Because <laughs> like My- Michael so, Bay, yeah, okay. yeah. So so yeah, essentially, he was the Michael Bay before Michael Bay, and and like one of the things that it came out after is is that I guess they gave one of his earlier movies a bad review. So he was like, "Oh yeah, we got to add in <laughs> Siskel and Ebert to so we can make fun of him." It's like. In a in a huge budget movie, you just like added your your like petty vendetta wow. <laughs> to movie critics, and it's like which a like I hey, love that hey like you know what you gotta respect like you know the the that balls. level of pettiness yeah, yes of I'm pettiness. I'm fucking here for it <laughs> I'm so here for it but on Chris, the other hand, we gave you like a hundred million dollar budget like you wouldn't put shit in like that like yeah <laughs> Doctor Fashada wouldn't show up like yeah bad, you, you do some bad shit with that. Mayor Fashada. <laughs> yeah, in my God, horror dude. movie, he dies first. Um, <laughs> like, horribly. Yeah. Um, and then right after, they catch the monster. Like, there's no no one else <laughs> that dies. <laughs> the least efficient monster movie ever. Um, but no, so like, he... But like, it also shows like how much he doesn't, didn't care about like the movie and he he later admitted it too is is that he blatantly admitted later that he didn't want to do a godzilla movie he wanted to do an apocalypse movie because he was because he said and i quote i just wanted to blow up cities that's like which what if you look hell? at like so he made i guess like his big I mean, movie he did before a this was shitty job of it was because like was independence day with the blowing up of the white house and everything right, like that right, remember right, like right. I, I think that's all he cared about is he was like, oh, that was a great shot. He did do that again. Huh? He did Independence Day? Yeah. Wow. Did that come out before or after this? Before. Independence Day okay. was 96. Oh, wait. This was 98. Because oh, I got I was just, I was gonna say heavy was vibes when they were blowing up um, Madison Square Garden that it was yes. like a scene straight out of that. Like, yeah. I haven't done a side-by-side comparison, but it, like from my it's very big and very horrible memory like i feel like it's a scene straight out of there holy shit that's another movie i saw like 12 times in the theater like mm, he blatantly yeah. didn't want to do a godzilla film and then when they when he they went when he got it he basically threw out everything to do with the character it, i mean w- one of the things that i was reading is is that this actually influenced it was so like terrible the making of this film because everyone just didn't care that it actually influenced Sony when they went and found uh, Sam Raimi to do uh, Spider-Man. They, one of the qualifiers for the director job was like, you have to love and care about the character because to Greg's point earlier, because of this fucking guy, (laughs) right? Because to Greg's point earlier, or maybe it was Alex, I apologize where it was like the, like the people who cared about it, like 
hated it. And those are the ones that you want to like, at the very least, you got to please the fans and then hopefully you can, you know, generalize it as well. <laughs> but but yeah. like the fans hated it so much and it shows because he just didn't care about the character um, and, and like the franchise, he was just like, ah, let's just blow stuff up. And it's like, all right, well, you know, we gave you $150 million. <laughs> like, could you maybe really do? try to make a yeah. good movie? And he's I, like, I, no, <laughs> let's just make it rain the whole time. Nah, skip that. I, I, I do want to address like reboot versus like remake or like sequel, prequel. Like, cause that's the thing. Like, who are you making the movie for? Are you making it for the fans or are you trying to draw new fans? Because like, the fans hated this, and yeah. I was, I guess you'd call a new fan, I was a 10-year-old, and I was like, this is fucking great. So, like, who's your audience? If you're, if right. you're using the name Godzilla, right. or using the name, like, Star Wars, or, or, or like any other major franchise, yeah. like, you really are gearing towards the fans. You want to, like, right. please the fan base, but also, like, gain some new ones, hopefully. Yeah, it's so many... Yeah, it's not it's not great. <laughs> right. And I think seen, I, I think this would have landed better if this was not a Godzilla movie. If yes, this was just a agreed. <laughs> if you called it Zilla. <laughs> or, or or like Iguanodon. Know, yeah. Igua- like, Iguanodon would have landed so good because it's fucking Jurassic Park, like at its right. Deep end. Right. And you're like, yeah. okay, what happens if nuclear weapons make dinosaurs? Like <laughs> would have landed way better. We franchise from there and we're like the eggs escaped or some shit like that. I don't know. Like yeah. Well, I, I guess that's kind of like it goes back to like the thing about like how um Toho was like, okay, we'll let you because they purchased the rights back in 92 and, and then, you know, spent a long time being like, what kind of movie we're going to make, you know, getting the funds for it and everything like that. But like when Toho was like, okay, we're going to let an American company like work on this franchise. Like going back to what I was saying before about how like they sent them a list of rules. We're like, you can't, you can only represent Godzilla in a certain way he can't be he can't eat people which oh they threw oh, out which, which they it was supposed to be i don't have the whole list but it was uh, like the I'm high points were the high points were godzilla can't eat people which they threw out he has to be created a million times <laughs> he, has to, he has to have been created from the um atomic bomb which they changed but that was from what i understand the original Godzilla was he was a prehistoric awakened by nuclear weapons. Yeah. So one of the things I didn't want to get into was kind of like the, the why that is significant too is, is that like one of the things I, th- I think is fascinating to me about like as I got older and, you know, had more, more of like a grown up, if that's possible, like appreciation for Godzilla is that like when you, you start to look into like what he meant to like Japanese culture is, is that Godzilla was both like the hero and the villain, right? He was a creature of like Japan's pride, but also their shame. Like it was kind of like this duality where, you know, a lot of it was, Oh, interesting. A lot of interpretations had said, have said that like that Godzilla represented many different things. Um, one of those that I read, that I read was like the pride and their shame of the same, where it's like, sometimes Godzilla comes and he levels Tokyo and sometimes he comes and he saves Tokyo. And usually, and, but like the the earlier representation where it was created, w- awoken by the atomic bomb was like, 
it, it was like representing like America, basically like this like evil entity coming in and leveling. Yeah, he's cities. a metaphor for nuclear weapons, right? And, and and but like there were also like more profound representation like interpretations of Godzilla is, is that like it was also like Japan's like guilt and shame and like the the terror that they they brought into the world that Godzilla in regard to World War Two correct right right yeah. and, and like like one of the things that I think has been like a through point is is like how Godzilla like can shift depending on like the situation and he's constantly like fighting with men and stuff like that. There's a there's a brand new Godzilla film being made um, by Toho, and it's, it's an um, it's uh, I think Godzilla Zero or something like that. And in the trailer, one of the things I thought was so cool that like again going back to those like earlier iterations that this version of the movie looks like it's Godzilla attacking the city, just like it's a, essentially a remake of the first film. And one of the lines from one of the characters is that monster will never forgive us. And it's, it's, Oh, which is exactly what was said. Right. Exactly. Which was said in the first film. And it's like, it, 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 it's, it's a great, like, again, like it's a great, like, uh, interpretation of what I think that like silly rubber Sue, why it meant so much is because, yeah, it's just like a fun, like, yeah, like two guys in a rubber suit, you know, fighting or, you know, a, a big monster destroying a city. Like beyond that, there was a lot to it. And I think the people who cared about Godzilla in that way, when you change everything like they did and just building and throw the rules, I think that was what like really upset people and Toho. Like Toho yeah. was pissed, but they were like, we have so much money invested in this. What they essentially did is they essentially disavowed where like they're like, well, that's not Godzilla. That's just a different creature using the Godzilla name. <laughs> oh my is essentially God. how they, oh, yeah. they place it. cutting off their children. Everything yeah. I've read about this is like that that's that's Iguanodon. That's not yeah. that's not Yikes. Godzilla. That's Zilla, not Godzilla. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So did they get so wait, hold on. So how so you said Toho was invested in this in the sense that like they were invested in this movie or they were invested yeah. in, in in uh the the idea like the 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 rights to the Godzilla. Like they were invested, like they'd already, like the rights had already been sold and had, like there was so much money already invested in the making of that. So like they, mm. like the rights were sold in 92. The movie was, didn't get made until 96. Um, right. You know, and, and then, you know, wow. released, released in 98. So they're spending all this time finding the right directors, putting the money together and everything like that. Like there was so much time had passed and there was so much invested already in waiting for that payoff. It was like, well, we'll green light it. Cause Roland said he, the pitch was so bad. He was basically going there to tank it so he could get out of making the movie and, oh and make a, and make, he wanted to make an asteroid movie. He said, this um, guy is absurd. absurd. I love his approach to everything. It's just but like the, fuck around and find out. It's no, like his basically before finest. Like right. he's just like ah, I don't need this fucking job. Like get yeah, the fuck yeah, out of here, man. Yeah, like, yeah. But like it was, he basically you know took a dump on the desk for the for the presentation, <laughs> and so he he basically was like, all right, I'm out of this. And Toho was like, you know what? We'll let you do it. We'll just disavow it. Like, go ahead, make, a, <laughs> make your wow. silly movie, but we'll. But that was, you know, like 
the movie still made almost half a billion dollars. Right, like, right. That's the thing is the ROI is pretty good, actually. Right. So, yeah. like, I think just the name alone really brought people in, which is sad because, like, again, I feel like if they had done a, a better job, I think it would have created a whole a, – a new, like, crop of fans that would have, like, lasted. It could have became a, a larger franchise than it was. I'm just glad you're saying this was a cash grab so I didn't have to. Oh, no, it 100% was. It 100% was. This is a popcorn movie at its, like, purest form. They yeah. did not care what they were making. There's, there's no message here. There's no story. This is just, like, you gave me a bunch of money. I'm going to do a dinosaur movie. Right. Yeah. I think it needs to be said, though, that, like, you know, as we kind of get to, like, the, like, finer point of, like, what kind of movie this is, like... I, I will say that, like, there is something kind of cool happening on screen, like, every 10 minutes. Like, the, the, from the time the monster, like, is introduced in the beginning, and then it's just, like, new scene, new scene, new scene, new scene, one after the it's other. It's definitely not boring. Something's always... Regular intervals. Right. And I think things. that's one of the things that makes it, like, enjoyable to that extent, where it's like, all right, what we're watching isn't good, but it's, if it like it's a fast-paced movie with <laughs> something interesting happening that you can't you can't sleep need to be it. one hour like it could have <laughs> you could have done this in 45 minutes like right but they wanted to so we gave them two yeah i wonder i, I do wonder what like certain people like spielberg did when he like saw this and saw like the ripoff of jurassic park was he just like this was the best you could like these graphics are <laughs> look at what so they do to make like a fraction of my power right like, <laughs> he's probably looked at this and was like i i did so much better with technology six years old <laughs> so <laughs> like, much worse <laughs> like i oh my God. i basically created this a better version of this six years ago what have you guys done <laughs> since then wow this is amazing. I've, I've never really looked at it this way at all. Cause again, just an outsider looking in on this ecosystem, you know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. It's just so funny when you hear it told in that way, <laughs> like oh, the bureaucracy it behind it. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely so adore him writing in Siskel and Ebert at mayor and his fucking little yeah. like stooge. Like that was yeah. honestly changes their whole dynamic. Cause I loved how there was like, the military and the scientists and the politicians <laughs> it was just like all these tropes like the military just wanted to blow things up the scientists yeah. were like it's just horny <laughs> and the french spies were like i don't know what they were up to they were fucking just like the the good guys but wouldn't fire a gun and the politicians were just like we gotta open the city up it's an election year and it's like it's just so tropey it's just it it, it took really every is. caricature they could and we're just like put it in a pile and give us a giant monster and that's, that's her movie the worst villain of this movie for me geography how the <laughs> fuck did ferris bueller get from ukraine to tahiti and then godzilla gets from pacific tahiti yeah. to new york like he took the Panama Canal this, was the hint that they made. I mean, but they yeah. showed it on a map, but like, fucking, why would this creature do that? I don't know, man. It was I, yeah. I, I could not get past it. Where I'm like, this thing went way out of its way <laughs> to fuck up New York. 
when it could have just gone like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, any like the West birds Coast. migrate, and it's like, yeah, all right, oh yeah, one line L- of dialogue, and like, oh like, well, of course. The other thing that that really kind of like chapped my ass throughout yes. the whole movie was like this undercurrent of like awkward romance you know what i mean like the threesome quote that you mentioned before and like when matthew broderick gets picked up by the doctor and you know wherever they are to get panama or whatever and she's like grilling him about whether or not he's in a relationship (laughs) yeah that was such a weird plot line where, like, and then she the kisses the fucking other scientists at the end, which is right, completely right. unprovoked. Like, that's, and just, there's, that's just the 90s, baby. Like, it's not a conclusion I mean, unless someone There's fights. so much else. Like, even even Audrey makes an awkward comment at one point. I can't even remember just what it was. One, but it, huh? Oh, it was the asexual thing where he was like, oh, they don't have sex uh, to, have, or to have babies. And she was like, well, then what's the point? Like, it's just, I don't know, so many awkward moments like that throughout the whole movie where they're just making these oddly sexual comments out of nowhere. I think the so, mayor had a line about, like, when they were like, oh, they reproduce asexually. And this is definitely a male who laid eggs. And <laughs> the mayor said something about, like, what the virgin is, lizard. The virgin lizard, that's what it was. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and everyone cracks up. They're like, good one, sir. And like, <laughs> 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 one thing i think it, I, I think is a fun little thought experiment which is gonna go off the rails but like where are they now <laughs> where's where, the, oh, where's animal and lisa right now like they they survived the godzilla apocalypse was audrey and nick where where's mayor giuliani oh, and uh, well Ebert that was, and that, was what the, that was what the animated show like took which is like yeah but that, again that was 20 years ago i want to know like to <laughs> What? What are you asking? You want to know what Mayor Ebert's what, the what they're doing? Are, yeah, like, are they still together? Like, <laughs> okay. no. I think Audrey and Nick made it. I think are that still... was like the catalyst oh that God. really like to this, this point the like, love is blind. For Greg. <laughs> yeah. Where Greg's like, guys, guys, uh, what about these kids? They're just trying to make it in this world. We're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He does bring up a good question. No, nah, man, that like, launched Audrey's no, career. No, this this was this is, is Nick record. currently electrocuting worms in Chernobyl we were right just now? Like, talking what about is how doing? terribly made these characters are? Don't try to tell me that their relationships I think, between I think we're the characters were good. No. <laughs> oh my god. All right. <laughs> do, you, do you have any? I know Greg has a list. So, do you have any like interesting like tidbits or 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 quips with the movie, Greg? My <laughs> my my fun little tips on this one is this movie is filled with fucking Simpsons characters. Everybody yes. in this oh, fucking shit. movie. Can you name them? Can you name all three? And Kazaria, fucking animal, dude. I want to talk. I could talk about him for like ever. Um, he was in Mystery Man. He was fucking Patches O'Houlihan. He was the scuba guy in a long time. Patches O'Houlihan. He's a great Mo Sizzliak on The Simpsons. He's Chief Wiggum. Like, I wasted so much time on his IMDb page because he's so fucking funny. Like, yeah. He's he's apex, like, just, like, cursory famous. That's amazing. He also was he pops a up poo, everywhere. which controversial. I don't know if a poo's still on the Simpsons anymore, but like amazing. But that's who he is. Yeah. yeah. And it just like I couldn't fucking stop. There's Ned Flanders, um, who was the nope. skeezy reporter. Um, he was Harry Shear. Oh um 
Yeah, he, he was the Me Too reporter who was like, hey, you're really hot. <laughs> yeah, came in, came in. And like, yeah, he was like literally quid pro quo for. <laughs> oh yeah, it got me yeah, too within yeah. the first like thirty minutes of the fucking movie. And yeah, um, so Ned Flanders, we got Mo Chief Wiggum, uh, and God, the third one was I want to say I don't know who the third one is. So the scene where Godzilla walks by the office building, and he's you know he's somehow has no idea monsters literally walking behind him in New York. <laughs> Yeah, uh, despite the massive impact tremor, uh, tremors, but what what everyone's whatever. ignoring earthquakes like it's just <laughs> yeah. so New York. They're like, I can't be yeah. honest. Yeah. So the um, but when he's like, where are we gonna find a, a real story, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, she's the voice of Bart. Stop! Oh my god, she's the voice of Bart. But yeah. Those are the those are the three. But yeah, random thing where they're like, let's get all the Simpsons characters on here. It's like. All right. <laughs> this guy was literally and, uh, getting fucked. Give me two people to make level. fun of Siskel and Ebert. And uh... <laughs> yeah. oh, make it pre- make it pregnant. Make it pregnant. <laughs> make it pregnant. Speaking of the pregnancy, this is amazing. Okay, we all watch this, right? When when fucking Matthew Broderick's like doing the pregnancy test. Was that everyone's yeah. at home COVID test? Did Matthew Broderick <laughs> travel through time and steal COVID tests from the future? That's probably where they got the idea. Like, we, we'll won't. never know that that's actually like one guy was like trying to like I gotta make a COVID test. <laughs> He's just watching what, Godzilla. What's more He's realistic like, is we all took a bunch of expired 1998 pregnancy tests and they were just like, yeah, it's <laughs> fucking COVID. Probably we don't know. Like. Yeah. He looked identical to me. And I think he did it wrong. I think Matthew Project did the test wrong. There's what was he doing? It's it's a rectangle. There's two holes at the top labeled one and two. And then there's a a small semicircle at the bottom labeled S. So I'm assuming that's where the sample goes. So like usually urine, but for whatever reason, Uh... he's just using dinosaur blood. And he's like, putting it doesn't put it in the sample, the semicircle at the bottom. He puts it in the number two slot. And he's like, doesn't wait for any indicator change. He just goes, oh, my God, he pregnant. And I'm like, the patriarchy knows no bounds. He did the wait, test wrong. Your pregnancy tests aren't instant. <laughs> he did it wrong with the wrong animal who's radioactive. And he just concludes this fucking thing. He is pregnant. And I'm like, I... And they never correct. Audrey is just like, that's a weird he. Like, Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh my god, I can't get over it's it. It's just it's for like literally anyway, every scene, just like a COVID test to me. And I fucking threw something in the room. I was like, <laughs> god, they're back. It's having a visceral. I'm reaction. like, I need to go get another vaccine. Like it's happening again. <laughs> Alex, any interesting facts on your side? Uh, literally not. I mean, the only one that I could think of, and this and this isn't even interesting. It's more creepy. But like Hell when yes. they were, <laughs> when they were downtown in uh, in Manhattan. The, no, no, no! Wait for it. The uh, they were running out. Why and some, did, when like, he said, "Hold on a second. Why, when you said downtown, did you do a Michael Jackson? Heat? <laughs> I don't know. Going down. I don't know. <laughs> That's not Michael Jackson. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. About. I just did it. I leaned into it, and I'm sorry I did it. But I'd do it again what too. We, it was funny. What were we talking about before? <laughs> they were going downtown, and you were you. You think it's cringe and. We don't we don't know what it is because oh, we oh, derailed the conversation. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
sorry. Somebody, so they're filming. There's a bunch of journalists running around and, uh, and, you know, Nick is out there in the streets with Audrey or whatever. And someone yells, was it terrorists? And I thought that was, I mean, they do mention, they mentioned the, um, you know, the world trade center bombing from 1991 or whatever it right. was earlier in the movie. And yeah. then, this whole scene i had like a visceral reaction to that too i was just like oof you know because there's so many shots with the twin towers in it and everything like that it's i think that's a different talk too where it's like this is a pre-9-11 movie yeah like you can't fly helicopters through a city anymore and like just shoot up buildings like they literally (laughs) hit missiles into the and you could before yeah. So yeah. like they've done this in other movies. <laughs> and you could you before. could. They've edited out so Lilo and Stitch, there's like that closing yeah. scene where they're flying a spaceship through Honolulu or whatever, and like it crashes into a building and like rides it like a, a skateboard. And they've had to edit that out completely. So like the oh shit version is now that. is the aliens and Stitch and Lilo, they hijack a plane and they're trying to escape away from the bounty hunter. And they fly through Honolulu and they ride. It's this iconic building that's shaped like kind of a horseshoe. And they use that as like a skateboard ramp. Um, But it's a plane flying, crashing into a building, literally. So they've edited that out modern day. If you you watch it again, it's a spaceship and it's going through mountain range. Interesting. I did not know. It's the post 9-11 effect where it's like you can't fucking crash a plane into a building anymore. It's very triggering. Like... Yeah, it's seeing a bunch of missiles hit like the Chrysler building is like, oh, it's kind of weird. Even seeing the two towers yeah. is like, it's nostalgic and it like it, it's very visceral. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it, it's I don't know. I, I forget where Sobe was with that. Um, I mean, it just took me out of the moment when yeah. I when I heard that because it's very like in the background, you know, and it makes sense. It's, like I said, is logical given the times. Let's 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 do the wrap up discussion. Yeah, let's just vote this shit out. I think we've I think we've made our points at this point. So, so Alex, any final statements on the movie? And do you have what do you what do you classify this movie as? Yeah, my my final statements are: I watched this movie twice to prepare for this podcast, and, twice? and and it was just as difficult the second time <laughs> as it was the first to finish you wasted four I give hours this of movie, life, man. i give this movie a bad bad rating <laughs> greg let's hear it you're dead to me go ahead greg. Oh, i'm i'm gonna love with you guys i think this is probably one of the clearest cut cases of good bad that we have like yeah this one oh my goodness like hook is just such a great movie starship troopers can't be argued as a good movie um you <laughs> still not that one greg you cannot <laughs> argue this one being a fucking good movie like Correct. it's just yeah. not good from any structure i'm gonna give it a b minus as a good bad movie how though how do you justify because that? i had, you watched it twice i had so much fun fucking watching this it was <laughs> and like i have I haven't even touched. I have laundry lists of like gripes, but these are play by plays. Like we need to do like a live action watch with this and be like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> that is too long. I cannot do two hours and 20 minutes of this. Stop again. picking up your neighbors from the fucking airport and like watch bad movies with me. Hey, she, she's one of our faithful listeners. All right. Just <laughs> chill out, Greg. She should be ashamed of herself. Get a fucking hobby. <laughs> no, I, I actually, so. Dude. Jesus Christ! So for we'll me, all in contempt. 
<laughs> mewling spawn. How I just <laughs> so, oh my god. So for me, I I actually agree with both of you. Where like this is definitely not a great movie, but I think like, to Greg's point, I totally agree. I think this is one of the clearest cases of like one of those like quintessential good bad movies is where it's not a very well made film, but it has things that like redeem it from a standpoint of just like almost like this, like there's certain like intentional aspects of like, it's so bad in in uh, Starship Troopers, right. Where it's, it's can't be on purpose. This is can't be by like neglect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think that like makes it like like unintentional comedy versus just like straight up comedy where it's it's so bad it's good where it's like I can't look away. I'm also going with good bad. I did I did briefly consider like is this just a bad bad movie? But like I'm such a fan, <laughs> I'm always going to love it. No, it it is it is so bad it's good. If we lived in a binary, <laughs> for, for this. it was just good or bad, this would be bad. But we don't, so we give it a spectrum, and this is good bad this is this is a this is a bad good at best no yeah. you give alex, it a bad you're, good you're switching the definitions i know i'm good. staying no alex you fucking bad. idiot bad good <laughs> bad good is a movie that you that's a, that's a well-made movie that you never oh that's see again. right yeah. that's right that's right no this is just a bad bad movie There's, <laughs> it's just a bad bad movie. <laughs> you guys are wrong there are this no redeeming qualities terrible. for you you would never watch this again i like... award it no points and may god have mercy on my soul <laughs> All this time, Greg and I have been under the impression that we all actually liked this movie. Meanwhile, Alex is like, I don't know why we're not doing 1001. This movie sucks. <laughs> Dumber listening to this review. I think I, I think I'm finding out that I actually don't like action movies. Like, I don't know. I don't maybe know, I'm so shocked. This is just I, new information about us, Alex. <laughs> Well, you've never I'd recommended like, uh, like... I'd like to I'd like to be the first of us to say goodbye to Alex. <laughs> you were uh you were an inaugural member of the Good Bad Friends. Um you know, and some may be the workhorse of this operation. We uh, expect but it's you time to finish like, out the month. <laughs> it's you're not done ending. You go. You're gonna keep editing. It's, t- it's time to let you go. <laughs> You know? Oh my god! <laughs> we I'm just sorry, have nothing. I said we were like I knew... on board as an unpaid intern. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great experience. Yes, yeah, it's, about... it's networking, kid. You're gonna love it. <laughs> it's networking. Oh my god! Yeah. All right, boys. Well, I think uh, I think that about does it for us. I'm not right? fucking done. I don't know what you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, Greg. Any any last thoughts? <laughs> Greg just doesn't want the podcast to end. He's like, I'm gonna bring great time. I'm just lonely. I'm just lonely. Let's go. What are you What are you doing over there? <laughs> All right, that about wraps up the podcast. Greg's like, wait, 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 wait. Where are you guys going? <laughs> yeah, well, like, what are you What are you doing after this though? You want to? What, what are you doing? After? You guys want to? Like, get a drink or something? Or... Yeah, you guys want to catch a movie? <laughs> fire at will! Sergeant, fire at will!
listening to this broadcast. They have to destroy this building immediately before these creatures can escape. So far, they're all trapped inside this building, but I don't think we can contain them for long. Very strong, very agile, and they're looking for food.